Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the second half of the show, mm. um, we're going to be talking about... Well, we're going to be... What we're going to be talking about is uh, 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 a new way of getting through to your friends and relatives. Look, you may have friends and relatives who are still uh, believers, who don't mm-hmm. understand your choices, right? Who who reject you. And with today's modern technology, you can directly market it, market to them. You can you can. De- We'll we'll get to it. Yeah. It's it's sneaky. <laughs> We're gonna get sneaky. <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, Dan, we yeah. got some news stories. Some stuff happened this week. Yeah, stuff that's we need true. to talk about. Yeah, sure. Um, Dan, we need to talk about something. Uh oh. This this is hard. Oh gosh, it's hard for me to say, Dan. Okay. Uh, but Arizona, they are one of those states that has an "In God We Trust" license plate. Oh yeah, they're 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 popping up all over. <laughs> Every all the states are trying to get them. And, uh, yeah, there's, so if you're not familiar with the concept, maybe you're not in the United States, you know, we have fun license plates in the United States. You know, we can, uh, personalize, yeah, on our cars, uh, personalize your license plates. There's special plates you can get from Mm -hmm. your state. Uh, maybe you want to support, uh, and, and the, the whole idea of these specialty plates is that a little bit of the money goes toward a good cause. Right. And so, sure. So, like, you can have in Utah, one of them is like you can do something that like supports education, or you can do there's like a fish and game one where it like supports conservation. And there's one, Um, yeah, there's one for like, uh, is there one for like homeless pets or something like that? Yeah. Actually, yeah. The uh, Best Friends Animal Sanctuary has one specifically. Uh, and, And so, anyway, this is a state program. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it works in Utah for an organization to get linked up with a license plate. But Arizona's process is that uh, basically it has to get approved uh, in the legislature uh, through a normal legislative bill. Sure. And the the new license plate is sort of, um, um, you know, is... Is, is brought forward and they explain, you know, who's going to be getting the money and then everybody votes and la-di-da, there you go. And you, there's a new license plate that's out there. Right. But then the, the people can, can go through a catalog and pick out, oh, I want to support this good cause. Right. And also in Arizona, uh, 17 of the 25 extra dollars that it costs to get it goes to the organization. Oh. So a lot of the money is going directly to the organization. The rest is going probably for administrative fees, maybe going directly to the Arizona Department of Transportation. Sure. Who knows? Um, but it, it, it adds up. And the In God We Trust license plate, since it's been uh, uh, introduced just a few years ago, has raised over $900,000. Uh, and uh, it's and all of that. Wait a minute. The In God We Trust goes to an organization? Yeah. So the In God We Trust license plate. Does it go to God? Actually, it's raised more than a million dollars. Uh, but nine hundred thousand of that of of that money, nine hundred thousand dollars of that money, has gone to the Alliance Defending Freedom. And maybe you remember this uh, group. They're uh, actually on the Southern Poverty Law Center's uh, list of hate groups. <laughs> of course, they they're are. an anti-LGBT legal group. Of course, they are. Uh, they've brought suits. You'll remember some of these. Uh, they brought a challenge to the uh, Obama administration directive. 
uh, that public schools allow transgender students to use the bathrooms right. of their choice. Yeah, this is a really um, big group. This is the, also the group that came forward uh, with the Hobby Lobby case uh, about businesses' rights uh, not to provide contraception right. coverage to their employees right. uh, for religious reasons. This feels um, very different than helping homeless pets. This is very different. This, this feels... is legitimately a hate group. This is a recognized hate group. Mm-hmm. And they they have an agenda. Even though they say they, that they're working for the rights of all Americans. No. no. Very specific Americans. Are... Well, they're, they're working f- for the right of gay people to not have rights. <laughs> right. Uh, so I mentioned earlier that typically when uh, these other plates have come forward, you know, those that maybe support amateur radio, the environment, the military, um, they were create those were created with statutes that specifically named where the money goes. Right. Right. In the case of the In God We Trust, it was worded a little differently. The statute only says that the money will go to the Arizona nonprofit. Uh, that gives ADOT, uh, that would be the Arizona Department of Transportation, uh-huh. the $32,000 sort of processing fee to implement the plate. So whoever whoever comes forward Which, with that gets the Whichever that one money. is. Oh, who is it? Who I is wonder it? Who, who, is it? who could that be? Who is hmm. it? Huh. We're, we're really not sure, but when we when we find out, we'll let you know. So even when they were passing, the people who came forward to pass the law knew that this was controversial group right uh this, yeah they this were is not a, this is not homeless pets they were purposefully sneaky environment about it. yeah this is not something that people generally even if you're just like oh those hippie do-gooders yeah right you're just it just isn't gonna ruffle your feathers no right that they're getting a little bit of money through a program that's totally opt-in yeah right but this is a way but this group because they're using a government mechanism oh to funnel money to the people and the people don't it's in god we trust and it's not there's a segment of the society that is going to just go for that right. they don't even know yeah they that may, their money's going to and you may group. well be a god believer without wanting to support a, an organization like this and yeah. it's not and if it's not transparent then then uh, you're never going to know that right That's and so lame. this Boo. is something they're working on it they're trying to get it uh uh, there's a couple bills going forward uh, as we speak uh, that are trying to address this issue. One to uh, uh, disconnect the uh, the ADF from the In God We Trust license plate, sure. and there's another one that essentially um, would just eliminate the In God We Trust plate. Period. Don't do that. I, that. That one probably doesn't stand a chance. That of, one's of destined passing. to fail. But, you know, in God we trust. Give it to some, you know, I don't know. Don't give it to anybody. Just uh, just keep it. That's not in the words in God we trust are theoretically like the way that they justify the ability to oh, no, put that's that true. is to say that it is the national motto, mm-hmm. which it technically is, which is why they can do it without, you know, and, and avoid getting sued into oblivion. Uh, so if they're going to do that, then that money needs to go to, I, I don't know, I say the it. nation, the sure. country. That's yeah, the organization. How about uh, a fund to buy flags for uh, public schools? Anything. <laughs> yeah, education is great. Yeah, how about how about civics uh, education for, hey, for yeah, students? Buy new textbooks for the, oh no, not that. That's That's dodgy. They can buy some really nasty... New textbooks. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
How about there's, there's no how way about, to win? How about no civics win? education for adults? Hey, I like that. I would, I would, I would be all for that. All right, uh, I'm going to take us to Alabama, uh, where a a case has gone through and uh, it it made it all the way to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm. It's actually really frustrating for me. Um, a man uh, by the name of uh, some Dominique Ray. Uh, mm. Was sentenced to death oh, in okay. Alabama, okay. Uh, presumably for doing something bad. <laughs> and, and he uh, he is Muslim okay. and wanted his imam to be there with him, giving him I don't know whatever Muslim versions of last rites are when he when he was executed. Sure, okay. Uh, it is a thing that he could be there just as a support, and I'd be fine. With sure, it. Uh, Christian inmates. There is there is always a pastor or, yeah. or, or a chaplain with them uh-huh. yeah. every single time. Uh, the Alabama uh, the the jail that was housing him said no, we don't have any obligation to provide you with your imam. You get the same pastor. You get the same uh, chaplain that everybody gets. Oh wow! A, this Christian chaplain who does happen to be an employee of the jail, which right. again also bullshit. But yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, but yes. But then it, you know, they were saying that we would, ha- for your imam to be there, we would have to provide some training for uh, for what what he has to do, what his responsibilities are, and like where he can and can't go, and all this stuff. Right. And so they refused. So he sued. Okay. Uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court, kind of on a technicality, uh, ruled in favor of the jail. Oh my God. Uh, a four, what was the technicality? A four to five vote. Oh my god! Um, it was that. Uh, let's see. The uh, basically the uh, they basically said that it was because it was a last minute uh, thing that that he that they didn't have to do any. I don't know. The basically the the majority asserted uh, that that. The uh, the plaintiff had made a last minute argument concerning religion uh, because his lawyers filed the uh, the appeal too late, and therefore it could be ignored. God. But uh, Justice Kagan uh, wrote a very sort of seething um, uh, dissent to okay. it, calling it profoundly wrong, and mm. saying, you know. If it's good enough, if you know, if you're going to provide this for Christians, you got to provide it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so God. there you go. Uh, I guess if, if you're uh, if the death penalty is coming for you, file all of your complaints on t- in a timely manner. Yeah. Apparently. Good Lord. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Dan, um there's a uh, Pew did a little, uh, you know, that that wonderful surveying organization, Pew, 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 the Pew Research Center. Um, they have uh, sort of issued a report about um, Americans and our view on um, our views on evolution mm-hmm. uh, and how wildly disparate the polls of Americans are. There's a lot of disparity between polls about how, what percentage of Americans actually believe in 
in evolution. Yes. There was one that came out recently that had a, a much higher number than than uh, one would have expected. It was kind of a surprise. Okay. Right? Um, traditionally, anything below a hundred percent belief in evolution is sad. But yes, <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, Did you know that today's Darwin Day? Oh, the day that we're recording this. No way. So well, the, good what, for us. What a lovely thing what to a be recording. Lovely, on. lovely, lovely thing. So it has a lot to do with are are they using a sort of a single question format, or are they using a two question format? Uh, in, in asking about evolution. Sure. So the single question format would, would go something like this. Um, you'd be asked, which statement comes closest to your views? Humans have always existed in their present form. Humans evolved. God had a role. Or humans evolved. God had no role. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> then there's the two question format. Um, question one, which statement comes closest to your belief or closer to your views? Um, humans have always existed in their present form or humans evolved. Uh, if you said, if you say humans evolved, then you're asking a follow-up question. Okay. Uh, so then you're asked, uh, which statement comes closer to your views? Uh, God had a role. God had no role. I see. Right. So the difference in these two forms is that the, the two question format was the old way of doing it. Right. Um, and, and it makes you state an, an outright statement of belief first. Right. And this had a, had an effect of pushing um, evangelical Protestants um, into a creationist stance. Right. Right. Which would be uh, where they were coming in at 66%. Yeah. It makes sense. <clears throat> to me that if if people are saying you know if you have if you're forcing people to say do you believe in evolution or do you not believe in evolution exactly people who are like a little bit confused about the whole thing will definitely say no right because they think you know if they're if their religion kind of hints at no but if they can if they're given the chance to say well god might have helped us to evolve right so the issue is highly religious people may feel conflicted about saying that humans have evolved over time unless they are able to clarify their views about the role of God in this process. Mm. That's, that's essentially what you were just saying. Yeah. Um, and so with this new question format and doing it with where, you, where you're giving them th basically the three options. Right. Um, in this case, 62% of white evangelical Protestants took the position that humans have evolved over time. Wow. So basically a complete flip yeah, of, that's a of huge, the narrative about yeah. white evangelicals. Um, same work, works for black Protestants. 59% um, <clears throat> of black Protestants um, when asked this, uh, about, the, this, about ev um, evolution, uh, using the two-question format said humans have always existed in their present form. Um, with the single-question format, only 27% of black Protestants took that stance. Wow. Um, and if you look at uh, some of the other groups, uh, obviously um, religiously unaffiliated the, affiliated folks like us, uh, that would include agnostics, your general, perhaps they believe in God, but they just don't go to church uh, type of people. Sure. Um, not a lot of difference. 87% versus 88% believing yeah. in, in evolution. Okay. 
Uh, white mainline Protestants hold roughly the same views about evolution, regardless of which approach is used. Okay. Uh, Roman Catholics, uh, similarly, surprisingly, I guess. Um, huh. Uh, really not a lot of variation between the two formats. Um, and so it's, it's just really an interesting thing. I mean, we've, we've talked about this on the show before. A lot of, a lot of the results of a poll, um, are in how the, the, the questions are asked. It's one of my um, great frustrations. How the question, how the idea is even broken down yeah. into questions. I just hate it. I, every time I read one of these goddamn polls, I'm like, if you worded that question right, you would have a, a, a much better answer. You would you wouldn't actually know something, but you you know you didn't know who you were talking to, right? Or you didn't know like how to take X factor out of your poll, right? It's easy enough to do, but you have to word it right. You have right. to get the wording right. Well, and this is such this is such useful information for people who would argue um, or who would try to educate people on evolution. Yeah, right. Which is if you don't alienate their god belief right right um you're you're more much 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 more likely to get them on board with the idea of 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 evolution right i I grew up uh in a family that my you know my dad was like of course we evolved but god directed it yeah that's my dad was a hundred percent on board with god directed evolution i think that's i don't know i know that's not every mormon household but i think that's fairly prominent yeah um, my parents had a similar sort of thing. They were like, we don't have a problem with evolution. I mean, and they, this whole 6,000 year old thing that's also out in white or out in the evangelical world. Right. Um, that's just cuckoo crazy. My parents were always open to, oh, wow, the earth is really that old. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. And in, in fact, the, 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 the more, the larger that the universe gets because of scientific discovery. Uh-huh. If you're able to jibe that with your somehow with the God belief, the more the more magnificent, the more awesome God, God should be able to sure. become, right? Yeah, exactly. In your mind, if you keep relegating him to the gaps, you're in trouble, right? Because he just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> but if you're able to just like step back and say, "Oh yeah, no, science is cool." Um, science is learning all about what God done. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, and then when. And then more and more. People. I mean, I don't. I obviously don't subscribe to that. No, but but cool if a, you can. It's a better. It's a better way of talking about it with people, so that at least people start uh, like looking at the facts honestly instead of just re- rejecting what they're being right. told out of hand. Seeing all science as a threat to their to their um, to their belief system. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to take us uh, to the Pope, who uh, went. Let me tell you something about this Pope. I like this Pope. One of the things I like about it is when he's away from everybody else, he's not in a crowd. When he starts talking to reporters on his plane, shit goes down. It's the low oxygen levels. It's, it's, I think it's just... He speaks truth. I think it's the, the lack of cardinals surrounding him. <laughs> Anywho, uh, he was aboard a plane recently, and a, uh, somebody asked him about an article that came up in a uh, recently in a magazine published by an organization that covers that is basically an organization of all of the orders of nuns in the in the world catholic nuns yeah uh, that's the n u n s we we talk about different kinds of nuns on this show all the time uh, and in this art this is so women church world is the name of the magazine uh, and they did an article 
about nuns who are abused by priests, mm. uh, which is apparently a, 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 a quite a rampant thing. Uh, not apparently, not all Catholic priests have a taste for young boys, uh, so <laughs> some of them want an adult woman, and they and there's this oh, big. That's vile. It's been equally hushed. Oh God. Uh, and it's been a big problem for centuries since oh, time immemorial. Of it has. Of uh, yeah, and of course they're not allowed. They're, they are counseled not to talk to police, of course, right. and not to. Uh, and and you know, then the pre, you know, let the church handle this, and then the church, you know, does whatever they don't do. You know, they don't whatever scary church discipline they do. Oh, but yeah. predators. Uh, Apparently, find it uh, find it nuns easy targets, and have done for a long time. So, oh, God, the Pope was asked about this. Pope Francis was asked asked about this on the plane, and freely acknowledged it, and said, "Yeah, this is a this is a problem, and uh, we recognize it, and we're we're we need to do something about it, and we're doing more about it, and we're on that road." So we'll see. Oh my God! But. Uh, Hashtag mea culpa too, I guess. They they just have to give up this whole celibacy nonsense. Oh my god. It, I mean They it, just have to. No, it's course, not gonna fix the problem one hundred percent. No, it's not. Right. But if <coughs> but if priests were able to go out and have healthy sex lives. Have a wife, have, have a have a right, husband, whatever. Whatever it is. Like have have uh be able to be open about the, the 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 good consensual sex that they're having, right? right. That there's nothing to be shameful, shame, ashamed about, right? Um, and it's accepted and it's good and blah, right? Boy, a lot of this dries up. A lot of this would dry up. A lot up. of this dries up. Now there are people who've got problems. There are people who are screwed up sexually. It's not going to solve the whole thing. Well, but and there's boy, a power howdy. there's a power trip that comes with being a priest, and uh, and that can lead to this, these kinds of abuses just right. sort of inherently. Sure, yeah. as we see in uh, church leadership in all the religions, right. literally every religion has sexual abuse uh, from its leaders. Yeah, somewhere if they get right. big enough, it's going to happen. That's true. There was actually a huge story that came out this week about uh, the Baptists, the, the Southern right? Baptist Convention. I don't think either right. of us are covering that. No. But, um, Huge, huge, huge story. And, of course, their clergy are allowed uh, to get married and and whatnot. Uh, But I think it is an extra big problem within Catholicism. Yeah, yeah. It's like more. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure you're aware, Dan, of the measles outbreak, the massive measles outbreak in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. uh, Where... um, Far too many kids have not been properly vaccinated against preventable childhood diseases. Right. And uh, now because of, well, because of the whole anti-vaxxer, this right. movement thing where this, people think that it's going to cause autism yeah. or any other number of, of possible harms, horrible completely out- unscientific claims right. by horrible Jenny McCarthy. Out- horrible outcomes, which they have entirely made up by right. out of whole cloth. And which are, in fact, not as bad as your child dying from measles, from a preventable <laughs> disease. Sure. Absolutely. Um, even if those even if those fake uh, outcomes were real. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, New Jersey 
uh, also had a sm- had an outbreak of measles not too long ago. Yeah. Um, they are considering um, a bill in their assembly right now that would allow only kids with uh, medical exemptions um, to be able to skip vaccinations. It would remove all religious uh, exemptions. Any religious reason. Good for them. Um they and, and and it's really fascinating how it starts to, to who's, break who's down. Who's claiming a religious exemption? Who? Well, that's uh, basically everybody who's against vaccinating their kids. They know that this is the loophole, <laughs> and they know that the schools are not going to follow up with their claim. Right. But um, I'm saying, I'm saying, that, is who there a, actually has a legitimate claim? Is there an organized religion that's saying no? We don't do vaccinations. Uh, I looked that up. Essentially, only Dutch Reform. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. I'm uh, with you. I just Hindus all about it. Even though they have uh, venerate cows and don't eat beef, um, there are some vaccines manufactured from um, bovine uh, components. Okay, they still don't object to it. Okay, because there's a greater good. Right. right? Buddhism, absolutely no problem. What about like J Dubs? They don't uh, do. They don't do the transfusions. Jehovah's Witnesses early on with vaccinations had a little bit of a problem with it. But they have since, like, the 1950s, they kind of took a no-stance position. Like, you know what? And then by the, by the 70s or 80s or the 90s or something like that, they finally were just like, yeah, there's no problem with it. Just go do yeah. it. Um, we prefer not having The polio. Amish, no problem. There's nothing in their, in their um, um, doctrine that would say no. So there's no major religious organization that's, Christian set, that's against Christian scientists. Oh, Right, right. They don't even allow. Yeah, they don't allow medical interventions of any kind. Really, they. Um, so that is correct, but because uh, Christian scientists, uh, let's see, um, usually Christian scientists will accept vaccinations. Wow, they don't. They don't have an official stance, um, and they've uh, they've they have allowed it. Um, sort of generally, they don't have any doctrine against it. Islam, similarly to like Hindu with the whole um, cow issue, there's with pigs. Right. There's some like pork product or um, some sort of um, derivative derivative of of, of of pork, whatever. Right. Um, that uh, is in some vaccines. They have no problem with it. Wow. They endorse uh, vaccines rather than just be opposed to them because. Uh, the n- numerous Islamic authorities and medical scholars agree uh, that many immunizations are obligatory when the disease is high risk, far outweighing any risk from the vaccine. So it's really only this one little group that has any real claim. But this is fascinating. And none of the anti-vaxxers. They, they are- basically have come up with the number in New Jersey that 98% of the religious exemptions are really philosophical exemptions. And they look specifically at the flu vaccine yeah where parents with children in preschool or daycare will claim a religious exemption from having their children um uh, vaccinated for the flu um but then they don't claim a religious exemption for other diseases huh and so they're they've able to kind of break these numbers down a little bit and the vast majority of people it's nothing about the vaccine it's this weird queasiness that they might feel about it so, uh, they, so New Jersey's calling bullshit. New Jersey's calling bullshit. And the legislator who's like mainly responsible for this is acknowledging that there's an uncomfortable 
thing about asking somebody about their religious beliefs, right? right? So somebody says, this is against my, my, my religious beliefs. There's, there's a problem that school administrators and people in government have asking the, the appropriate follow-up questions um, in order to make sure that these religious beliefs are for real. Um, I mean, and how so hard they, is it they to just say, oh, easier. really? What's your religion? Oh, Mormonism? No, they're okay with it. You don't get this. I, right. But then you're having to like parse out, yeah. is there something in there that this person could be basing this thing on? Right. Because that's the thing. Some of these, like the Amish, they, some groups are a little more hesitant. Right. But if there's a neighboring group that has an outbreak, that group gets vaccinated. They talked about that in this article. Right. But anyway, um, so they, they're basically saying it's easier to simply remove the religious exemption um, and to put this burden of education onto the parents if they decide no, I don't want my child to be vaccinated. Okay, well, then you're responsible for their education and no long, the public no longer is. Right. right. You can pull your kids out of the public schools and, and provide them with their own education. We allow that. And that's the consequence of you not vaccinating your children. Hmm. But if you want them in our public schools, you have to follow the public rules. And these are the rules. And I think Good it's for great. them. Now, now, that's not to say that this bill is going to pass. No, it's just in front of the, the assembly. And it's Senate just that the they're moment, doing the so. right thing. Uh, yeah. So probably it won't pass because these are the United <laughs> States of America. Uh, speaking of the USA uh, in Alabama, there was an interesting thing that happened at Samford university, not to be Samford, com- not to be confused with Stanford or any of the other Fords. <laughs> Samford university <laughs> is a Christian university. Oh no. And they have an event every year, uh, a lovely little uh, little song and dance sort of event. Oh, I love song and dance. Everybody loves a nice a nice uh, uh, singing and dancing sort of deal. Sure. Uh, not everyone, but... No, not everyone. Baptists um, don't like the dancing part. Well, yes. So these guys do this. Well, uh, an interesting edict has gone out uh, oh? to the dancing uh, ladies of this particular event. <laughs> Which was that they are to, in whatever way they need to, stop them boobies from shaking. (laughs) They have have been told that they are required to... Lash them down, ladies. Tape them down or wear two or three bras (laughs) or whatever you got to do to keep them boobies from wiggling about. Uh, on the stage there. I mean, I suppose there's something more provocative about a, a wiggle and boob than one that's firmly held down. I guess. But it's not the women's problem. No. This is, this is what's known this as is, sexual harassment. Yeah. This is, of this students. is, this is uh, men who can't keep their, them, them, themselves in check. This is, this is about, v- this makes it very clear what these administrators were watching last year <laughs> at the show. <laughs> Very clear indeed. And look. Young men, we're going to need you to tie down. Yeah, exactly. Gentlemen, we're going to need you to strap back. We brought in a drag queen to teach you how to tuck that. Your ding-dongs are flopping. Uh, no. No, you never hear that. No, nobody's even. No. But, but we, we, we all have jiggly parts. Everybody's got some jiggly bits. Some of us more than others. Right. So some of us, as we get older, we get more jiggly bits than we had when we were in our youth. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, 
as is always the case, if anyone if a conservative man perceives a woman to be even remotely <sighs> sexual, uh. It's, she's, she's a Jezebel. It's the worst thing in the world. She's a, she's a temptress. She is. She's taunting me with just, her with her pendulous breasts. Just shaking them in my face like that. It's just <laughs> not acceptable. So uh so yeah, there's been some some outcry a little bit. Uh there's a, there's apparently a an organization called Safe Samford that stands for Students, Alumni and Faculty for Equality. Oh. Shocking that this exists on this campus mm-hmm. it seems to me, but there yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh and they're uh they're raising objections. Good. Good. Uh, as they should, which I think is funny, but yes. Uh Step Sing, which is I think the name of the event, uh might be <laughs> a little a little less jiggly this oh, year. Oh, that's too bad. It's gross. Wait, what? The jiggling? I agree. <laughs> I agree. The jiggling's just awful. <laughs> Ugh! I don't need to see that. Old conservative men are gross. Yeah, they are. Just gross. They've got the dirtiest of minds. Hey, you know they what? Do. They have dirty minds. They do have dirty minds. But here's the thing. Again, you know, it's not but like it's also not probably not that dirty. It's just they're being titillated by, yeah. by, by boobs. Yeah. Just just fucking that's go, not, go enjoy whatever you're looking at. It's, you know, it's... <laughs> the dancing is nice. Right. Anything that's moving around. You know, human bodies in motion yeah. are interesting and titillating. Yeah. Go not? enjoy it. Yeah, have fun. Live a little. Your body's a playground, not a temple. Just remember that, kids. All right. Uh, well, if you have anything you'd like to tell us, write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. You're gesticulating so wildly. <laughs> yeah, go to the Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. Uh, and while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge request to join. Uh, it's a closed group. We will let you in. Also find us on Twitter and uh, Reddit. Same handle, TGI Atheist. Dan! Why are you yelling at me? What, did I, what, what did I ever do to you? Oh, so many so, things. So much. So many things. Dan, we have some uh, little clip of audio that yeah, we should we, probably play. We usually do. Uh, this is this is where we listen to... We like to, uh, we like to spin the hits. The crazies on the the Christian right. Oh my goodness. The nonsense that they like to say. They um, are up in arms. <laughs> and taking full advantage of the internet to spread their word. Yeah. Um, Sherry Wassel and Chris McDonald, um, they've, got, they've got something to say about... Um, what it's like to be a Christian today. Yeah. What it's like, you know, look, you got your, uh, those, those sweet, sweet boys in, uh, in DC that had their, their MAGA hats on and were, oh. and, and were uh, har- harassing the, the, uh, Native American Being elder. harassed by a Native American. Oh, right, right. Sorry. I, I got those, it wrong. Those sweet boys. They were sweetly just standing there yelling, uh, racial epithets. And then and he those, decided to harass them. And those and, 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 and these Native Americans came up and sang songs at them just viciously. Horrible. Viciously sang songs at them. Uh and then and then now, you know, Trump associates are being arrested left and right. That Roger Stone just You know, they actually sent <laughs> obvious, in they sent in, they sent in guys with uh with guns to arrest him. How 
dare they? It's outrageous. And uh, a man who's known to own firearms. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. be unhinged. Yeah. So anyway, these guys. So this is what they have to say. These guys have. They know what it. What yeah. it's. What America's the, turning into. Yeah. And here, here, here we go. If the right would have done this kind of spectacle, if we do this to Hillary Clinton, or we do this to Brennan, or we do this to Clapper, or Obama, or Lynch, or somebody like that, the left would go Armageddon, apoplectic, crazy. They would be screaming Nazism, tactics, dictatorship. Uh, this is the worst dictatorship. We always knew Trump was a dictator. We always knew he was running a, a state, a, a, you know, a dictator state, uh, whatever word they use. He's a tyrant. I can just, I can't even begin to believe the names that this would take on in the media if this was done to one of their own. Because yeah. that's not how we handle things on the right. We handle things normally and legally. We don't make a spectacle of it. We just go by the law. At least we're supposed to be doing that. Yeah, I guarantee if this would have been different, Sherry, on the other end, they would have reacted a hell of a lot different. It really hit me the past couple of days. What I'm reminded of right now where we are between the Covington High School Catholic young man and his friends in the red MAGA hat with their white skin and their, you know, Catholicism uh, on display for everyone to see. Between that, Roger Stone, you know, associate of Trump, white, it reminds me of all the things from the uh, early 60s, late 50s, early 60s, the way people were treated. It, we're going, really the left is taking us back to the counter at Woolworth. And I hate it. It's despicable. <laughs> and it's happening again. Right. You're right. And, and, you know, it is. It is the 50s and 60s all over again. You know, wow. It's, it's like, uh, it's Jim Crow. For white Christians out here, oh my goodness, is what it is. I just really feel bad for them when they when I I don't. I feel like I'm going with it. If that if that's if that's you know they love their persecution so desperately. I'm gonna start doing some. Uh, I'm gonna do some drinking fountains that say regular people, and then a lower one that says white conservative Christians. <laughs> you should just take like. What we should do is we should actually print that up, <laughs> take the picture, put it online, and just see how just, far it goes. Just see. Just see. <laughs> oh, it finally happened. It's here. <laughs> we knew now, it. This is, these people are just, they have no <laughs> grip on reality. It, how dare they compare, like... Hey man, anything life to is Jim hard. Crow America and what African Americans <laughs> had to go through. <laughs> oh, and, life is tough for white conservative Christians in America. Oh, it's so hard. They have access to power, the halls of power. Yeah, but they, they have a president who just kowtows to them. Yeah, oh. that's just like living through Jim Crow. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. That whole counter at Woolworths, man. Oh, <sighs> It's really, it's really a shame. Who, like, I, a the gall that these people have just to say it, and then the people sitting at home in front of their computer watching this on YouTube, uh, like what? Who are these people? Yeah, just shut up. Aside from us, just laughing and giggling at it, but like <laughs> people take this seriously. Oh, that's yeah. what bothers. That that's what's so infuriating about it. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, yeah, they're all a nightmare, and I hate them all. 
<laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, we had some folks write into us. Oh, or, yeah. Mike wrote into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, I just finished listening to your most recent podcast episode on temple ceremonies. This would be the Mormon temple that we talked about a little bit. Uh, Mike says, This reminded me of one of the things I encountered during my disillusionment with Mormonism. One day while at the temple, I overheard a man next to me standing at the veil. Now, we talked a little bit about this. You stand yeah. at the veil. You got to give your secret temple name. That's how you get into heaven. Yeah. Uh, so he overheard a man standing at the veil, give the same new name that I had been given. I discovered over the following months that this wasn't a coincidence. As it turned out, we both had the same name because all the men in the room had the same name, just as all the women had been given the same name. Mm -hmm. Upon further research, I discovered that they only have 32 male or female names in rotation at any one point in time. They have one for every day of the month, and then, if your name happens to match the name of the day, you get the name Adam or Eve instead. Nice. Uh, crazy huh. that I once thought There's there a whole w- system. that there was something, some sort of prophecy or revelation behind my super sacred new name. Uh, if I had gone the next day, my new name would have been different. I think they should publish this list so you can plan your endowment around it and not end up with a name you hate for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, that's a it's a thing. Mormons have no idea. Mormons don't talk much about the temple ceremonies because right. it's like this sacred thing and it's you don't talk about it. And it's right. Blah, blah, blah. So, they, so you don't compare. And once you get your name, you do not reveal it. The only people that you reveal it to are the temple workers. And if you're a woman, you reveal your temple name to your husband. Right. But not the not vice versa. Right. It doesn't go the other way. Right. So nobody's comparing notes on this shit. It's only after oh. people leave the church that they start comparing notes and realize this 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 wasn't about me. Right. This name was not chosen by God for me. This name was just uh the name of Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. Well, it yeah, it's like yeah. It's a very sad day for you. Hey, do you want to reveal your temple name on the air? Reuben. <gasps> you said it. Oh, now no, everyone, now, to hell. now everyone can call you forth in the final days, <laughs> or whatever. In the, the morning of the first resurrection, Dan. Let's get it. Let's keep it straight. Okay. Not final days. Morning of the first resurrection. That's what I was uh, set apart and ordained <laughs> to come forth. Okay. At that time, yeah, Dan, because I was one of the righteous and the elect, Dan. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm more of an afternoon guy. I'm not a morning person. Yeah, well, afternoon, evening. I'll and do. That's fine. And uh, I don't even care if I'm in the first resurrection. Just, you know, get me in one of you them. You don't want to be in the second resurrection. Oh, okay. That's for the people in spirit prison, Dan. Uh-oh. So you don't want that. I don't really care. Because that means you were a, a baddie yes, in life. Indeed. And Jesus, uh, he still loves you. He tolerates you. Yeah. But he will not have you, you in his presence. I, I, don't get to, it, I don't get the backstage pass. No, 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 no. Oh. Telestial kingdom for you, Dan. That's where you're going. I feel I feel like I'm a terrestrial guy. I'm a mm, middle kingdom fella. I don't think so. I think you would probably fall... <laughs> I think, what, whoremonger? Was that a good description? Of me? <laughs> I've never mongered a whore in my life. I, <gasps> I, I was trying to think of the different names that are specifically assigned to... It's murderers. <laughs> I don't even think adulterers go to the... 
to the bottom kingdom. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. But murderers, whoremongers. There was something else. Yeah, women. I think women who have sex before marriage are probably going there, oh. but not men. No, the men surely get a, not get a pass. Women who too. dance with their boobs shaking, they go. They go there. <laughs> I think. Uh, Whoremonger. What a word. Yeah, pimp. That's the. I want to be the monger, a monger of something. A mo- you are, Dan. Am I? You're uh, a, am a I, podcast I'm, I'm monger. A po- I'm a pod monger? You're a word monger. I'm, a- I'm mong on occasion. <laughs> I've been known to mong. Uh, you know, we, we, we have some folks we need to thank. We do. We have some um, thanks that must be offered. Yes, indeed. Uh, we have a new venerable listener this week, Dan. Who's that? By the name of Lyle. Lyle? Thank you, Lyle, for joining the crowd, uh, joining up uh, with the crowd of people yes. who uh, support the show. Uh, you can, you can join Lyle, actually, by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and clicking on the support tab. That'll take you to a couple possible, uh, routes to support. That's up to you. If you decide to choose, uh, or if you decide to, to join us on Patreon, uh, you can sign up for rewards and access to an ad-free version of the show. Yeah. Um, basically, you just switch your RSS feed in whatever your podcast player is over to that one. And you get the show without the ads. No ads. Isn't that great? And then, of course, we have our top donors. Yeah. And right now, they're all congregated in this pantheon. Yes, indeed. We, we Lords are, and saviors all. We are currently polytheists. There are so many of them, Dan. Yeah. Uh, tied for first place. Uh, Scott, D, Hannah, Liz, and Judy. Uh, so thank you uh, so much to the five of you. Uh, your support uh, is, is unbelievable. Everybody else, thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do the show without any of you. Um, and uh, and we, we just appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Well, Franklin, uh, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, we, you and I, used to be religious folk. Yeah, it's, it's true. And then we left that religion. Yeah. Uh, our, our particular uh, poison was uh, Mormonism. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you folks out there have heard the of it. poison to our souls. Yes, indeed. But lots of people have left various religions. And here's the thing. When you leave, uh, especially uh, more extreme religions like Mormonism, yeah. you, uh, you lose some friends. Yeah, you leave people behind. And they get grumpy. And they and they don't understand. And Mormons are very interesting because they have been told not to listen to you. Right. They are told one. They are told that people who leave are apostates, and there's something sinful about their nature, which is why they left. Something well, something sinning. And apostates always want to drag the church down. Yes. Right. And anything. Any and and also they're told anything that's written that that makes you feel icky about your own church is. Anti-Mormon propaganda. Right. You hear a lot of the phrase anti-Mormon within Mormon circles. <laughs> right. Not like, not like this could be the truth, but right. anything that's like, and we would definitely be considered an anti-Mormon show, even though, uh, I don't, I'm not anti-Mormon. I'm anti-religion, but there you go. Anyway. Yeah. We're probably more anti, more overt, overtly man, anti-Mormon than 90% of the things that they consider anti-Mormon. Like, they yeah. consider anything 
Like history is anti-Mormon. Can be. So yeah, if it mentions Mormons, it probably is. So here's the trick. Uh, some people have decided over the over the over the course of time, they leave the church. Their family members don't understand them, won't hear them out. So it's like, how do you get through to people? At least help have them understand why you left. Targeted ads on Facebook. Turns out, yes. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Uh, yeah, so the, a story has come out. Uh, it was sent into us by, uh, by an astute listener uh-huh. um, about this guy who had this problem. He, you know, he left the church. He was, uh, he, he was struggling because his, uh, his family and friends were, were rejecting him. Mm-hmm. You know, he he had been in church for, you know, in the church for 30 some odd years or something like that. Right. And so what he did, uh, I, they don't use his real name. Uh, because mm. they, they talk to him under Protect the, the innocent. condition of anonymity. Okay. They call him John Jones. Uh, what he did was he went, uh, he decided he would target some Facebook ads at his family <laughs> So that they wouldn't know that it was coming from him because right. anything coming from him is suspicious. Right. And any and he here here's the brilliance of this guy. If you target an ad at a Mormon and it smells even remotely like it might be an anti Mormon, and I'm putting that in the, the right. quote air quotes, anti Mormon propaganda or from a anything anything uh-huh. they're going to not go there oh no they yeah. are not they are it's evil experts at just looking the other way just right. look, look over there no 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 i'll look over here don't right. you can't don't no don't look directly doesn't at exist. the thing doesn't look like anything to me right say. yes exactly Less world watchers that was for you. <laughs> right there you go <laughs> uh so here's how this guy crafted it he would create groups or or pages called innocuous things like LDS essays or LDS marriage oh. or all of these things. Yeah. Uh, that seem like they are pro-church things. Oh, yeah. And then he would craft ads with stock photos that looked happy, that looked very Mormony. Right, right. right. Lots of white people yeah. doing happy things <laughs> with the sun shining on them. Very, very, very... And so far, this sounds really insidious. Right. But here's what's brilliant. What did he do? He ta- Where did the link take people? To his anti-Mormon website? No! To the Mormon church's own website. Oh, my God. Uh, because the Mormon church, a few years back, had a problem. They realized that people were able to f- learn shit about them online... Right. ...that they had kept hidden. Like, historical, honest, real truth. Right. That they had kept hidden for, you know, a century and a half. Yeah. Because because there was no internet and nobody had any way of It was of easy getting. to do, yeah. So uh, people were starting to fall away from the church because they were reading things online. So they published a series of essays and buried them deep in their website. Right. That were answers to these questions. Right. Why, you know, talking about polygamy, talking about, uh, you know, all of these different things. So the ads that this guy did would say something, uh-huh. would would raise an ugly question, a question, like just, just a needle in the back of their mind. I'll, I'll read you an ad. 
Okay. Why is polyandry and why are, what, oh, sorry, what is polyandry and why are millennials leaving the church over it? Fair Mormon tackles this question and defends the faith. <laughs> so smart. I'm not even sure if I think this is okay to do, but I think it's so no, of course it is. fucking smart. Oh, and then, it, of course, it leads so good. to a church-sanctioned website. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you get real info, like they, because the thing is, you said that they answered these questions, but they they really legitimately answered these questions. Well, they what they do they, is they whitewash it as much as they can, right? But they are, but they're, but they, this this is where there's a page, uh, for example, on the seer stones, right? Right. They acknowledge uh, a problematic thing think, in their history, but things that you are not going to hear talked about on Sunday, right? When you're at church and they're they're teaching out of the the, the prescribed manuals. Uh, yeah, most Mormons the, the do not know about that stuff. day. They do not. They do not talk about these things, right? But they want to shield themselves from people saying, "Oh, but you don't. You're not putting this information out. You there. You don't acknowledge your own history or right. whatever." And so, and so, then they can point to this, these websites and say, "Well, yeah, we do. Look, here they are. Look, it's right, right here. No, we're we're totally honest and open about this. Which stuff. most Mormons never see that website. Right. They never know anything. They have about no it. idea that this happened. And so then you go there. You're on LDS.org or whatever. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah here's, this is brilliant. What are some of the other ones? Here's another one he did. The prophet was commanded to marry a 14-year-old girl. However, there's no proof that they had sexual relations. Read to the end to see how anti-Mormons are wrong. Wow. So he's using he's speaking Mormon speak yeah. expertly. Yeah. Just so that you guys know. But what yeah. he's doing is starting off with the the prophet was commanded to marry a 14-year-old girl. Well, that's that shocking that's going to get a mormon's attention they'll yeah. read that much and then they'll turn if, if if it looks like it's going to keep going yeah they would in the wrong direction they're going to turn away right so he so he hooks them back by saying don't worry though yeah we have an answer to that yeah but the answer will not be very satisfying to most people right or to a lot of people this is so good i can't even believe it is does he have like a uh, uh, is or is anyone set up a website? Yes, where you can collect all this stuff up and do the same for your well. Here's what for he does. your loved ones. Basically, he'll let you submit your loved ones' uh, information to him uh-huh. so that he can have Facebook target them. And what you give him a little bit of money? Just to give do him that? a little donation or whatever. Yeah. He's a, he's at mormonads.org. Oh my uh, god, I love this, and it's smart. I kind of want to do. I know, I, I do too. Do I don't even like you know. There maybe there are ethical questions. I'm not. I'm not an ethicist. It does seem like it's manipulative. It's manipulative. I mean, it's basically it's propagandist. It's literally using the same tactics that the Russians used to uh, to, to affect our political system in the last election. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's doing it so smart, and there's no, you know, there's no evil intent here. There's right. no, there's no meanness intended. It's information, and it is literally just pointing them to their own church's website. And then they get to. He's not intervening Mm-mm. after this, Mm-mm. right? He's letting them draw their own conclusions. He's yeah, exactly. He's trying, and, and in the process, they're going to be more informed, right? Yeah, about their own religion, and if yeah. they. Want to stay in? That's their diso- their dissuasion. <laughs> their dissociation. 
No, that's yes, it's totally their decision to stay in. Yeah. So uh, he has he has targeted over five thousand ads out to people and gotten about half uh, about a fifty percent click rate. Interesting. Which is huge. That is. Uh, he's so he's done really well. He knows his audience really, really well. Wow. Too uh, bad my parents are such uh, technophobes. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get them onto the Facebook. Tell them that there's a lot of good Mormon stuff on the... <laughs> By the way, not for nothing, but the LDS church uh-huh. uses this technology more than anybody. Yeah. And literally, when I say more than anybody, that's not me just sort of making some broad sweeping claim. Literally... They do it more than anybody. More than Russian hackers? Apparently. Yeah, apparently they are prolific in their use of Facebook ads. Wow. So, huh. uh, I love that this is fighting fire literally with their own goddamn fire. Yeah, no, it's great. It's kind of amazing. And, and, you know, it's really... The the smartest way to talk to a Mormon. You know, we get... I, I see so many people... Whenever anything's posted on a, you know, when when there's a, a a news story about the Mormon Church here in Utah, yeah, the comments section is just littered with angry ex Mormons going or or non Mormons going, such idiots, Mormons right. are stupid, blah 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 blah, you know, and 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 then it's just like, well, okay, that's really easy for them to ignore, right? And it plays into their uh, persecution, their their complex. narrative yeah. so well, yeah. Just that everyone who's not Mormon hates us because the devil's got them, and you know when they're acting when they're acting like that, uh, it's easy to it's super easy to dismiss. Right. It's a lot less easy to dismiss your own church's website. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's brilliant. I love it, Dan. Yeah. I, it's I'm kind tempted. Of amazing. I'm tempted. I think we should just give him some money. Yeah. Like, maybe. even if I don't even give him some names. I'm gonna, I think oh, this I'm going to give him some names. <laughs> I've He's got just some, doing the Lord's work. I got guy. some names for you. That, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, folks, well, if you have some names. Yes, exactly. <laughs> don't tell us. Tell him. But, but, but if you need to communicate with us, you can email us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Wow, you launched into it. Now I'm going to do the... the oh, no, it's so hard. Okay, so, or you can, you can leave us a voicemail, and the number to do that is 424-666-TGIA, which is 424-666-8442. 8442, okay. Anyway, uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. You won't regret that for sure. And uh, also, on while you're on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. Yeah, uh, and speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie, who's amazing on our Facebook uh, uh, as, as, as the, uh, the, the, the page person. And thanks so much to our um, moderators at the Members Only Lounge. That would be Danny and Amy. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Uh, Thanks again to our patrons, and thank you for tuning in, dear friends. Bye-bye.